crypto, Bitcoin. You hear the terms, but should you even care? And are these really the currencies of the future? How do these things even work? Well, I'm Aaron Greger, and these are the questions that I wanted the answers to. So I started a podcast. Join me and explore the topic of cryptocurrency with my friend Gary Leland and other industry experts. Welcome to Clarifying Crypto. All right, welcome to another episode of Clarifying Crypto. We've got another interesting podcast. This one, we're going to get into alternate coins. But of course, I have my awesome co-host, Gary Leland, with me. Gary, welcome. Thank you for having me again. Uh, hello, everybody out there. I hope you're all having had a great holidays because I guess it'll be after the holidays when this comes out. Yes, and we're, we're talking right in between Christmas and Thanksgiving. So I am actually... I'm going to preface this episode with, I pray to God, the quality is good on this one. I am at my parents' house in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin, with very shoddy, shoddy, shoddy Wi-Fi. It's actually off my phone. So uh, I'm going to apologize firsthand, but did you have a good Thanksgiving with your family? I did. We went down to San Antonio and uh, spent it with uh, my youngest daughter. She's 32, so she's not that young. But uh, I had a great time. I had a great time. I'm lucky I'm not up north for Christmas with you. Yeah. I bet it's cold. And the the Wi-Fi sucks. (laughs) The Wi-Fi sucks. And uh, let me just say my Dallas-Fort Worth winter boots and winter coat just don't cut it up here. So, uh, yeah. My kids love it, though. They're in heaven. They haven't been in the house since we got here. Is there a lot of snow up there? A ton of snow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I I snowed couple times. Yeah, it makes me realize why I don't want to be here in the winter. So uh, it's a good reminder, if anything. Uh, But anyway, so I want to get into this week because you host another podcast called Four Minute Crypto. And each day you do a four minute segment on news of crypto. Every weekday, every weekday. Every weekday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Every weekday. So I wanted to talk to you about it because I saw the, the post you had about Mark Cuban saying Bitcoin's never going to do anything. Then the other one, of uh, there was a couple of companies out in Europe that shut down that were crypto related. And so it kind of seemed like a doomy kind of week for crypto and wanted just to guess, talk. I guess if you're looking at the cup half full thing, it is. Well, yeah. You're yeah. Cup half full. I'm so waiting for the other shoe to drop. That's what I'm doing. I'm like sitting here like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? But do you want to elaborate on the weekend news? Like, was it that, is it just kind of par for the course? Is there anything well, that you know, was of concern? Cuban, on the Cuban thing, he's been anti-crypto forever. It's nothing new. And all the reasons that he's against crypto are all the same things for the most part that people said why the internet wouldn't succeed back in the 90s. So a lot of people are really down on him going, these are the same things that you were told when you started the company that made you a billionaire, that it wasn't good enough, it wasn't easy enough, it was too hard to use, blah, 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 blah. And then there are people who think he's saying it to drive the market down to buy more, which I'm not saying that's what it is. But he takes Bitcoin. He's one of the only basketball, pro basketball teams that takes Bitcoin. So he takes it and he's uh, gotten involved and helped back a couple of uh, blockchain companies. You know, and one of them was a cryptocurrency. I think he got into in 2017. I can't think of the name of it now. I think it went defunct. But maybe that's um, why he's so bitter. Maybe, but I don't think you need to use Mark Cuban's 
uh, comments as a reason to form all your opinions. Um, all right. Personally, personally, I just like to bring you the news, good or bad, what people are saying out there. Right. Well, and, and then you know, on the, oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, that there's people listening. And I kind of even like, you know, there's people listening just waiting for the proof that this isn't legit. You know what I mean? Like, they're just waiting for it just because they're skeptical already, trying to figure out if this is for real. So anything that is semi negative, they're like, oh, I don't, no, okay, never mind. I'm not going to put my money in after all. Right. Right. Well, you know, Something for people to think about, which we were talking just a second ago, the market cap right now for cryptocurrency is $180 billion. Wow. And Bitcoin is 68% of that. We're not talking $5,000 or a couple million dollars. We're talking about the market cap being $190 billion. This is pretty big. I mean, this is real big. Uh, so it's not some little thing worth two, three million dollars that people are thinking about. And the piece of news that you were talking about, I had two articles on uh, the EU uh, and companies that were startup companies that canceled uh, or closed up from the EU. And the EU starting in January, I think middle of January, near the end of January, they have new laws that go into effect all across the EU that cryptocurrency companies have to do. Know your customer procedures Mm -hmm. is what it's called. And that's uh, stuff for, I guess it was really started more so for terrorism and things like that, that you know who's transferring money, who's getting money, blah, 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 blah. Oh. And the uh, companies involved were lightning startups and Bitcoin startups, and they didn't want to go through those procedures. I think it's a lot of work, a lot of bookkeeping. And if you're really into lightning and Bitcoin, you're kind of like anti the government controlling what you do. So when you put all those factors together, they decided it was better off not to go down that road any further, that it wasn't going to, they didn't want to put their customers through it, or maybe it wasn't worth the trouble of going to do financially, whatever their reason is. Many companies do KYC. I mean, everybody you're going to do business with in the U.S. is doing it. Uh, Coinbase, uh, everybody. So um, it's just a part of the world we live in. You got to do it. And they didn't think it would apply to them, but the EU voted it in and it does apply to them. All right. So nothing major. So I think that's, yeah. I don't think that's negative. That's just people who didn't want to go down the route of following the law, basically, whether they thought it was for good reasons, not to, whether the reason was financial or the reason they didn't believe in it. I don't know. And I don't care. It's just what happened. Yeah. So I, I don't think the news was as bad as, um, it may have sounded coming out because I guess I made three articles, three out of five last week, negative. So I guess more negative last week than this week. All right. Well, hopefully we had a dip in the market. Uh, and again, I'm not a financial advisor. Gary's not a financial advisor. We just happen to be people who Gary knows a heck of a lot more than I do about Bitcoin. Uh, I, I just did happen to you, I did give it. you some good advice, though. I did. Give you did. You did good. <laughs> yes, you're kind of like, and luckily, and and so I've like told you this before, like I really like just kind of follow it and buy at dips is what I've been doing and it's working out pretty well for me so far. Uh, but you said, you gave me advice to kind of watch for a, a bigger dip than I, because I think it was like at eight or something and you and I were talking about it and you're like, I think it's going to go down a little bit more. And so it did and I picked it up uh, a lot lower than eight. So I was pretty happy about that. I don't know. So did I. 
I feel like such a hypocrite because I'm like, I've already, I'm invested in some. And then it's like, yeah, go lower, go lower, go lower. I'm like, but that's my money I'm telling to go low. But uh, it always, oh, yeah, you're right. You're sitting, there, you're sitting there telling you got money in it. But, you know, to me, that's when you know that you've become a believer. Yes. When you're not sitting there going, oh my gosh, should I sell because the price is going down? Now you're going, come on, come on. I want a great buying opportunity. Come on, come on. Let's tank. Exactly. You know, like actually, I wouldn't mind right now if it tanked down to 3,500. I'd pick up know? a ton. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So would I. Yeah. So, uh, but it's, I, I don't think it's going to go. I think, I don't think it could go that low. So, but who knows what's going to happen? You know, there's manipulation. It's still small enough. It can be manipulated by, big things so you know that uh it's it's just a matter of time though it's a matter of timing everything's timing on this exactly and no emotion i can't stress enough like again not a financial advisor but i found the best like you can't like we've talked about this before you can't get super excited while it's going up you can't get super sick when it's going low you have to learn to be even keel and just kind of look at you know what makes the most sense for you and and i and i feel like that's been my best investment opportunities is when I don't let my emotions get the best of me. Cause sometimes like, Oh my God, it's going up. I got to buy a whole bunch right now or it's going low. I got to dump everything and you just got to stay part, you know, it's par for the course. Right. Yeah. I think that uh, you make more money uh, personally from everybody I've talked to and the experiences I have, if you just sit there and ride it out. Exactly. People buy and sell, buy and sell, buy and sell. And they always, when they rebuy, they have less Bitcoin in them and they, when they sold. Yes. Because you know, they didn't time it right. It's hard to time right. This, it really is. It is because no one knows, right? I mean, it's the stock market. It's anything. It re- Selling a house. Like you're trying to find the best opportunity to sell the house and you're lucky if you do. So it's not even just a Bitcoin problem. It's truly just an investment problem in general. Um, but okay, so today I want to go into the alternate coins. And I know you and I were talking about, okay, how to, how to set this up. And you sent me a list. There's like a hundred there. We're like, we'll cover the top five. But I want to even back it up because we talk about this, this podcast is called Crypto. So crypto falls under, there's a lot of different coins. Bitcoin is the main one. We've talked about this before that you are a Bitcoin maximist. And just in case this is someone's first episode, can you, again, just briefly describe what a Bitcoin Maximus means? Yeah, I personally believe that Bitcoin is the only coin you need. It's the true coin. It's the one that's going to be on top. If if you just invest in that, you're going to be perfectly fine. I mean, that's the coin to invest in. All the other coins depend on Bitcoin, you know, which is really true. I mean, not only do they... It is I've seen, yeah. Yeah, but actually, they depend on Bitcoin to even pretty much get in and out of the other coins. You know, if you're going to buy a lot of these coins, not all these coins are available on a cash uh, exchange basis. You have to buy Bitcoin on an exchange and then trade the Bitcoin for the uh, other coins, especially when they're little coins, you know, like, you know, Raven coin or little coins like that. It's harder to buy them on cash. You know, maybe there's some small exchanges, but if you want them on a big exchange, you're going to be trade buying Bitcoin. That's one of the, things about Bitcoin is you can use it to buy anything, you know, as far as other cryptocurrencies go. But yeah, there are thousands of other coins. I would guess there's maybe three, I mean, there was 2,000 a year and after, there's probably 3,000 now. But Bitcoin <laughs> is the top one. It's the one that everybody follows. It's the one they all follow. If Bitcoin drops 20%, all the other coins drop 25%. I mean, they do whatever Bitcoin does. 
And so, and I don't know, I should know the history of this and I apologize, but when cryptocurrency, it was Bitcoin the first Yes, currency? Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency. It was the first use of the, of the blockchain. The person who invented Bitcoin, Satoshi Nakamoto, actually invented blockchain. That's why cryptocurrencies exist is because of Bitcoin. So then why 3,000 other coins? And I want you, because before we hit record, you told me a really interesting statistic about the percentage. Uh, you know, I think it was 68% of cryptos is Bitcoin, which means all these... The money invested into it. The money, money invested. invested. Yeah. Okay. So why would we have... What, what's the purpose of these? I just, I, I, I personally, I just don't get why all these other people would create all these different coins well some of them are scams some okay. of them uh will end up being scams even though the people didn't plan on them being scams um sometimes people might make a coin for uh you may have a blockchain video game and they use their own coin they could okay. use bitcoin but they decided to make their own coin so why would they decide to make their own coin instead of just using bitcoin I don't know. It's it, sometimes I, I really don't understand because I read today that uh, Iran, uh, country of Iran, says we need to make a crypto coin for Iran to compete with the U.S. dollar. Well, I don't know why they just don't use Bitcoin. It's already there. They wouldn't even have to create anything. Yeah, and they, didn't Facebook <laughs> come out with their own coin too? Well, they are planning on it, but they haven't right. done it yet. But oh. I think that I think that if Iran and all these other countries that we hate. Uh, technically come out with them. That's good for Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook because the United States will go, well, gosh, we need to get something going and that'll help them out. But you have a coin called Litecoin that was started by Charlie yes. Lee quite a few years ago. You know, Litecoin, if uh, there's a million um, Bitcoin, you know, or 21 million Bitcoin in Litecoin, there's like uh, four times as many, you know, so theirs is supposed to be uh, 25%, like uh, Bitcoin Lite, you know, is what the deal is. So okay. that was their thinking. Then you have Bitcoin Cash, and Litecoin's a fork of Bitcoin, okay? Okay, so explain what a fork is. Can you explain what a fork is? Yeah, what a fork is, is uh, Bitcoin is an open code. Anyone can look at the code. And what they do is Litecoin, Bitcoin, and Bitcoin Cash, for instance, that's the number six and five coins by market cap. They're both forks of Bitcoin, which meant they went and took all the people who had uh, all the things that had happened to Bitcoin up to that point and then branched off. Okay. A new, a new, like a fork in the road. It was a branch. Okay. And for both Litecoin and Bitcoin Cash, if you owned, I'm just going to use the number 100. Mm -hmm. If you had 100 Bitcoin, when Bitcoin Cash forked off, you got 100 Bitcoin Cash. So okay. if I hold book, okay, so let me stop you there. Just, and I'm apologizing if these are stupid questions, but if I, so right now, if I own Bitcoin and there's another fork, I could technically get some alternate coin just because I own Bitcoin. If that, if a fork Correct. occurs now. Correct. Correct. Okay. Um, and Litecoin, like I said, I think Litecoin is four times, and I should know this and I've forgotten to be honest with you, but I think for every Litecoin, you probably got for every Bitcoin you had, you probably got four Litecoin. 
So if it forks off, though, does it basically distill the value of Bitcoin? Almost like, a, a, is it like a stock split from a standard investment but, perspective? No, not really. You know, it's a, it's a brand new fork in the road. It's not like a stock split. It's like a brand new fork in the road. And technically, I, I guess you could say, you know, where right now there's $190 billion and 68% of it's in Bitcoin. Well, if all 100% was in Bitcoin, of course, Bitcoin would be higher. But Bitcoin does this fine. It's not like it gets hurt by the split. It does fine because it's a different thing. People, people are more apt to get their free new coins, sell them, and buy more Bitcoin than they're apt to sell their Bitcoin because they got the new coin. Yeah. And the thing about uh, some splits, like Litecoin, it's supposed to be faster. You know, is their deal. Bitcoin Cash is does not supposed to have a maximum block size, but neither one of those seem to affect Bitcoin. You know, it's also, you know, you got to realize, and I use this scenario a lot, Aaron, when, you know, the, the gold standard was invented by Isaac Newton. Okay. The same guy who discovered gravity. Right. That's been around a long time. Yeah. Um, when you think about gravity, they didn't know there was such a thing as gravity. And the same cat invented the gold standard, uh, which worked really good until the early 70s when Nixon took us off the gold standard. But anyway, the uh, fact that gold is used as the most secure method of standard for money is not because gold is the hardest mineral to find. It's not. It's not because gold is the hardest mineral to mine. It's not. It's not because gold is the the most rarest mineral because it's not. But it was like the first on the scene kind of with the gold standard. That's why it's a gold standard instead of the platinum standard or uh, some other rare mineral that's harder to find. You know, it's yeah. the gold standard because it kind of beat everybody to it and got in place there. And that's what people believe with Bitcoin you know, to a degree. It's there. It got there first. It has the bulk of the money in it. Um, it's got the most belief in it. It's gone 10 years without the chain, uh, without the, uh, without the fork, without being hacked. Um, so it's got a lot of security and a lot of believers just because of how long it's been there. Interesting. Cause, uh, what are the, I know a startup company in there, it's a blockchain company where they, you can actually get paid by, and I'm going to just butcher the crap out of describing what they do. And I apologize, but long story short, you can set up a router in your home that if somebody pings, basically it's sharing wireless and you can get paid cryptocurrency based on that. And they are ones that created their own crypto. And I just, it, it boggles my mind at like, like, okay, why would exactly I well, do let's this? Look, is let's it look at it this way. If okay. you're starting a new company, Aaron, and you need some currency, is it easier just to make up $100 million of money and just make it out of thin air or to go buy $100 million of Bitcoin to put in there? I mean, let's face it. I mean, well, you know, it's just making it up. It's make-believe money. It's, you're making it up. And so this is where, okay, so this is, and I'm, I'm just, I'm so, this one has really boggles my mind because it feels like if I can just go make up money, it completely I have the money. Kills. I made a crypto. I made a crypto. But does, cousin coin. I never distributed it, but I think I have 21 billion and the, and the motto was it'll never be worth anything because there's so many <laughs> of them. <laughs> That's awesome. But doesn't stuff like that, like I'm just going to go create a currency out of thin air. It just feels like to me 
this is exactly what you don't want happening in in a currency that you want people to embrace and get behind. If there's, well, you know, there you know are I mean? a lot of there are a lot of there are a lot of uh, scams, whether it's cryptocurrency or real money, Aaron. I mean, people are going to scam you, whether it's yeah. cryptocurrency. Yeah, in a perfect world, and since we want cryptocurrency to grow and do well, we would prefer there weren't any scams. But when you have money, and you have people buying things or wanting to invest the money they don't understand, you're going to have scams. You're going to have new coins created that are going to do nothing. You're going to have people going, gosh, if I can make me $21 million worth of coins out of thin air, it takes me like a year to have a guy write my code and do it all. I mean, you know, people are going to do it. It's just the way humans are, you know? So I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. Well, okay. I just wanted to, as people are just trying to figure this out, I know as I'm trying to figure this out. So when it comes to- I tell everybody that my opinion, you should buy Bitcoin to start with, and maybe you should own a Bitcoin before you start doing all this other stuff, you know, because by then yeah. you've been in it a while and you've been following it a while and you're buying into something that's, uh, I'm not giving advice here, but that would be my advice if I was to give it, buy something that's stable, the most stable, and go with it while you're learning the ropes. You know, people have a tendency for some reason, and I did it too when they first get into cryptocurrency or Bitcoin, or I'm going to say Bitcoin because I first got into Bitcoin, thinking, oh, look at all these other coins. Bitcoin's worth $7,000 a day. If I buy one of these coins that I can get a 1000 of for $1,000 and it turns into $7,000, I'll be rich. Yeah. Thinking, but that hasn't happened since I've been into it. I haven't seen that happen. And I've been into it since 2017 now. And I haven't seen any other coin come in that I could have bought for dollars or pennies go up to thousands or dollars or hundreds of dollars. Yeah, you're not kicking yourself over anything right now? <laughs> well, I'm kicking myself to put money in some stuff that went down. But right. not that I missed some opportunities that went up because I just yeah. haven't seen it. You know? And so there's been like the Litecoin has stuck around. Bitcoin Cash has stuck around. Is and It's Ethereum. Is that how you pronounce it, right? I always feel yeah, like I pronounce Ethereum. it wrong. It's the second on market cap. Yeah, so that's the second one. And that kind of like... Um, and I'm again gonna. I feel like Ethereum's got some uh, foundation, like some basis to it, where I, I also feel Bitcoin does, where it doesn't feel as made up, even though I know it's made up. Is that true? Like, I feel like it's got a little more stability. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that people are building with Ethereum. You know, yes, it's open that's source why, yeah. too, and you can build with it, and you can do your coins with it and things to regulate with it. But you got to remember the main thing here to me. Out of all this, when you talk to, when you look at it, the top 10 right now, I'm just looking at the top 10, which are Bitcoin, Ethereum, XRP, Tether, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, EOS, Binance Coin, Bitcoin SV, and Tezos. All 10 of those. And probably the first 2,000. They're all run by someone. They're all centralized. They're all run by someone. If someone said, you're hoping no one would, but somebody basically has the key to the vault, so you're having to trust them. So number one, if they want to take all of it back or take it or shut it down, they can. Number two, if uh, the United States government said, hey, or any government across the world, I'm going to say United States government, any government said, hey, we don't like this currency and you're in our country, you have to shut down or you're going to prison or give it to all to us. They can. Where with Bitcoin, there's no boss. 
there's no one to go. There's no main office. There's no president. There's no anything to do with Bitcoin. And also by the same means, Aaron, you people need to really sit back and think about this, I believe. You know, let's go with uh, Coin Cash. Roger Veer owns that. He used to be, they used to call him Bitcoin Jesus because he used to push Bitcoin so much. Well, he came out with Bitcoin Cash and he's got a ton of money. He probably had a ton of money before he bought Bitcoin really mm-hmm. cheap back in the day. Well, he has an advertising budget. Okay. So he yeah. can set up booths, he can do shows, he can do events, he can sponsor events. There's nobody to do that for Bitcoin. Bitcoin, there is no boss. There is no company. There's no advertising department. So Bitcoin has 68.3% of all the market cap, and there's nobody there to help promote it. There's no meeting once a month. What are we going to do this month to promote or to help out Bitcoin? You know, it just does its own deal by itself. And volunteers, some get paid by sponsors or other help improve the code. You know, and some of them get sponsorships to work on it. You know, some of them work on it for free, but it's all done without a central planning, uh, you know, a boss. See, all these other currencies, now that you said, just it feels shadier and shadier and shadier. And maybe I may swing to the Maximus side. I don't know. We'll see. Because it just feels, yeah. I, I'm just, it, it just, there's so many and, you know, trying to figure out now what to invest in where. Um have you seen for the ones that have stuck around longer? Is there something? Obviously, like uh, with Ethereum, there's people open source and coding on it, so that makes more sense. On these well, other ones, is it, let's take Ethereum. Okay. Okay. Let's let's take the highs, the price highs of these coins. I'm just using memory, so I could be kind of off. And let's go yeah, to yeah. I bought let's Ethereum. Go to December. We December of 2017. Okay. December of 2017, approximately, Bitcoin was $1,900. Today, it's 7200 So let's say it's gone down 55%, maybe. Okay. okay. Ethereum was $1,400. Today, it's was 127 really? Yeah. Today, it's 127 I bought it Ethereum. at 328 a couple months ago. I'm regretting that, but keep going. Sorry. XRP. And like I said, I'm using memory for all this. It got up to 397. Today it's 18 cents. Wow. Bitcoin Cash, I think when it came out, got as high as two thousand dollars. That's 188. Litecoin got up to three or four hundred. Today it's thirty-nine. I mean, I'm not working the percentages off right. of these, but I don't think it takes a lot to understand that going from fourteen hundred to 127 is more than a fifty-five percent drop. So what is it about Litecoin? Seventy nine to to eighteen cents is more than these are huge drops because there's yeah. nothing there supporting them. They don't have the support that Bitcoin does. So how are they still around today? That's where I'm trying to figure well, out. Like what? what if, well, well, they're lowering lower and lower and lower market cap. Let's go down here. I'll go further down market cap to um, zero X. It was uh, maybe a number 11 or 12 at a dollar. It's 18 cents now. Now it's number 42. It's 42 coins worth more than it now. I mean, they're all Zcash was $400 at that yeah. time period. Today it's $28. It had made it into the top 10. It's number 34. They're dropping. You know, a lot of them are dropping down. And there are people who still have their money in them who are just watching it go down. And now they're so low. 
that they're going, gosh, I really don't technically lose my money until I get rid of it. I might as well just stay now and see if right. something happens. Okay. You know, I know a guy, I know a guy in Fort Worth who's got thousands and I mean thousands of Zcash that were worth $400 at one time when he owned them. And now, like I said, worth about 30 something dollars or so. So. Interesting. I'm just scrolling and- down looking to see what's the biggest thing. Bit shares. It was, uh, I think it made it 20 cents. It's worth a penny. Wow. Okay. And it's one of those, if you were to pick it up for a penny and even goes up to a dollar. Yeah. It's not right. bad, but you're gambling. You're gambling. Fun fair, fun fair. Number 127. It was in the top 50. It was 20 cents. This is high. It's 0.003. It's not even a penny. It's a third of a penny. I could do wow. this all day. Yeah. So, so, I mean, you know, you know, if you want to, yeah, you can throw some money at something and see what happens. Now they're, they're pretty cheap. If they, what I, I guess basically what's either going to happen is they're going to completely just drop off eventually to nothing or else they'll last long enough that when Bitcoin does go back up, they'll follow up because people will be putting money into stuff because people just start throwing money into stuff. You know, they come in, they see Bitcoin on the news all the time and everything. And they're going, oh my gosh, I need to like get some of this. They start following in and they go, oh gosh, I'm doing this. Why don't I throw some in this coin over here? It's only a penny, just like you're saying. Yeah. And they start moving up because all of a sudden people are starting to buy and it's all supply and demand. And they bought, maybe they say, oh, I'll throw a thousand dollars in there or a hundred dollars in there. You know how many thousand you get for a thousand dollars at a penny? You know, if it didn't go up to a dollar again, you're going to be in pretty good shape. Yeah. Cardano, it was a dollar and it's three cents right now. So, I mean, you bought a thousand Cardano at three cents and it goes to a dollar. It does go back. It? But, you know, it's only dropped from number nine to number 13. So, yeah. if you put your, you bought a thousand dollars worth of those and it went up to a dollar, you're going to clean up because you're going to get a lot of three cents. Well, and let me ask you but this. I'm not telling people to do that, though. Right. No, 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 no. That's the thinking people use. Right. Which... I mean, it's again. You you could take a chance. So, you were investing in Bitcoin during the big the big rise when it went up. What seventeen, eighteen thousand, nineteen thousand? I think you said. Yeah, I had bought mine all under four thousand dollars. Right. No, no, no. And I know that. I watched it. I just watched it rise. That yeah. I hope it. I I, I hope I'm at I a point that I can watch it, it I rise. Wasn't buying as a, as a, I wasn't buying it as it rose. No, no, no. I know, but so you were, but you were in it. You were what? You were just watching Bitcoin during the whole rise, and I'm sure at that point, I can only guess. I was not paying attention, but I can only imagine during that time a ton of new coins were coming into play. Is that a true? Okay. Every day, every day, new coins were coming into play, and there were people like John McAfee. You know, yes. he would have coin of the day and a new coin. If they paid him $100,000, he would make them coin of the day, basically. Wow. And he, and he, him and his staff admitted that. I think uh, maybe tomorrow's show is about that. One of the shows in the next couple of days is about that. Uh, he's not promoting anymore now because he, he's running for president. But if oh, he promoted your coin, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he promoted your coin, it went up a lot really quick, but it went down really quick, too. You know, a few days right. later. So that was kind of like a, a scam, you know, deal there. And he but, just was doing it. You paid him a hundred thousand dollars. He promoted your coin. You were going in the day. That's crazy. And you could probably cash out. But so seeing that happen where new coins were added every day and now, you know, Bitcoin's not the shiny new. Well, people are talking about it, but it's gone lower in price. I laugh that 
$7,000 is something to turn your nose up at right now. But are you still think about it uh, since a year ago today, a year ago today, I think Bitcoin is up 60%. So it's really not bad. (sighs) Really? It's up that it was that low. Yeah. Yeah. We got down to like 3,200, I think a year ago Mm. today, a year ago. You know, so I mean, you know, it's it's down if you're going to count exactly. It over. That's when I say to some people, I went to a thing and said, "Ah, so I was at a thing two weeks ago on a Friday, and a bunch of us were there, and someone said, "Ah, Bitcoin's down." He goes, "Oh, it's under three thousand." Because he's going over the last year. You know, he's saying, "Yeah, is, is it under three thousand? No, it's like eight thousand. So okay, I thought you meant it was down for the low of the year. You know, so we're yeah. up, we're up sixty percent. Then is what you're saying. You know, so that's crazy. But are you still seeing? with it not being as, you know, amazing because it's not at 20,000 or 19,000, are people still coming in constantly with new coins and are any of them sticking around without the, the kind of excitement behind them? Well, new coins are coming in. I don't think they're moving as fast and I really don't keep up with it much because I don't care about other coins. Yeah. I think, you know, during that time, I know these coin prices at the time because I was watching them at that time because I was messing around with a lot of coins. You know, yeah. so I know what they what their high was, but now, you know, I don't really do that. So I don't I don't know what new. But ch- sure, there are new coins coming in. I mean, there will be yeah. forever new coins coming in, new coins going out. There'll be some that are legit. Like I said, some people are trying to make coins for shopping in their game. You know, right. I mean, they want to control the currency, so there is a use for it. Some want to make coins and they've got an idea for it and it turns out to be a scam, but they didn't plan on it being a scam. It just didn't work. And then some people are just making scams, you know? So there's a lot of reasons. It's not like everybody, every coin that goes out is a scam. It's just people want to do what they had hoped to do. And then maybe they had good thoughts to begin with. But Yeah. It seems like the John McAfee thing could have been like you create a coin, pay him a hundred thousand, know it goes up, sell it off. I mean, you could scam that thing. No problem. Sure if yeah. you wanted to, yeah. Yeah, I think that's why he's not in the United States right now. You know, but he wants so. to be our president. <laughs> yeah, but he wants. He actually can't even <laughs> attend. He can't even attend the debates for the Independent Party because he'll be arrested if he comes in the country. So he will oh, have up. From what he told me, he will have surrogates at the debates wearing a mask, a John McAfee mask. This is the plan. They'll wear a John McAfee mask and he'll be listening to the questions because they'll have, I guess, uh, an iPhone or something on them with a mic on it. And he'll answer the questions in their ear and they'll say the answers. So that's how he plans on doing his debates. (laughs) Did you say he he told you this? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the mask. A picture of the mask online. But have you, so you're you're talking to John McAfee? Yeah. Yeah. I've had him on the show three, four times. That's crazy. I've met him a couple times in person. He's really a nice guy. I mean, he really he's is. Like he's probably the crazy it. smart. As I said, he's out of it. I mean, he yeah. really is some of the stuff he says. But as far as just if you met the guy on the street and you didn't know who he was, he's really a nice guy. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not crazy. I'm not saying he's not a murderer. Right. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying he's he's a pleasant guy to talk with. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay. Well, now I feel a lot better. And like I said, I I – Full disclosure, I have bought Ethereum. I bought way too high. I let the emotions get to me and I'm a little regretting it, but hanging on to it because at this point, might as well. That's you know. what. That's why a lot of people are hanging on to this stuff, even though it's dropped as much as it has. They're going, 
by now, I might as well hang on to it and hope it goes back up. But what am I, I mean, I've lost 95%. You exactly. Know, you know, what, what is it going to save me now? I mean, unless they need it for a tax uh, break, I guess they could take the loss there. Which yeah. does happen sometimes at the end of the year. Coins go down because people are taking their losses. Well, and it makes sense too, because like I t- the company I was talking about, it's called Helium and they just started launching. But like I said, it's a... Um, like a shared, almost kind of like a shared wireless thing. So as a way, it's, I'm like, so, but it's using blockchain. So like if my dog is lost, for example, and he's got this collar, it'll ping and I can locate my dog. So it's kind of a cool thing, but they end up going to their own. Do you really need blockchain for that? Couldn't you just use a database? Do you really need a really super slow, you know, because blockchain is slow. Right. not really fast. You know, and you got to count on all these. So do you really need the blockchain to monitor who owns their dog? Are that many people trying to hack into databases to steal the dog information as to who owns the dog? So but if it's is there instant more of a chance? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Do That's that a good question. I, could well, I could do that with a phone locator, I guess. Well, you could do it with the database. You could track yeah. it all. I'm saying that the blockchain part of that Really, to me, this sounds more for advertising. I don't know the company, but to me, my first thought is that it's more for advertising. Go, hey, we're on the blockchain. That's the hot keyword. Yes. We can track your dog on the blockchain. Who cares if it's on the blockchain? I don't care if it's on a blockchain or tracked on a database, which would be way faster, you know, than a slow blockchain. So I don't understand sometimes these things on the blockchain. I think are completely for advertising purposes. To well, say we got the new technology. And maybe before this goes live, I should probably research it a little bit more to make sure I actually know what I'm talking about. Maybe uh, I want to take out the word as to who it was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially since I just tore them apart without even. No, knowing. well, maybe I'm like, maybe it's not the bot, but I know, I do know, I for, I do know that there is. No, no, I saw a thing about market. bananas being tracked on the blockchain. No, really? Walmart's doing it. Walmart's yeah. doing it. Do yeah. we really need a blockchain for that? Are you saying that you couldn't do that in an everyday database? I mean, really, you can't just put that in a database. You've got to make your database a blockchain. I mean, I, I just personally don't get it. I know that a lot of people write blockchain and stuff, making a living who are going to tell me a difference than blockchain writers, but I just have a hard time believing they just couldn't put that in a database, you know, and have mm-hmm. it and it'd be much quicker and much simpler to do. Are that many people hacking into databases to say, Hacking in that database so we can say those bananas are fresher than they were. I mean, really? You can kind of look at a banana and tell, hey, that thing's not like from yesterday. It's from two weeks ago. It's all ground. Maybe there's a lot of banana thieves out there and they're trying to like get a hold of the trucks before they hit a Walmart store. I don't know. Yeah. Or else or else they just think that most people don't know what blockchain is, but they know it's something special. So we might want to have some of it so we can use it to sell stuff. Well, and this is a whole nother, it's a whole nother podcast, but I mean, you're whole seeing that podcast. with, AI, it's with AI too. Like I've actually worked with companies where they're like, oh yeah, we bought this great new AI technology. And you start like digging deeper. I'm like, that's not AI. That is David sitting up coding some <laughs> stuff for you. And David listens sometimes and changes your code based on that. But David sitting in his basement in Pittsburgh, okay, that is not AI technology, but somebody sold him this AI 
sticker. You know yeah. what I'm saying? David, David is real life. He's not artificial. <laughs> no, David is not artificial. David does help make your system better. I, I, I wholeheartedly believe David is caring about your system, but the system is actually not getting smarter because of it. David is just making a few updates. That's all. And that's what software is. That's what's been happening in software for the past 20 to 30 years. So it is not AI, I can promise you. But anyway. Uh, well, also, yeah, maybe we should okay. tell them that, that if they're curious to see, I mean, if they're new to crypto or something and they're curious yes. to see, you know, the, the other cryptocurrencies, not that I'm recommending you buy them, but all the cryptos that are there and what the prices are. And you can actually click on the name of a currency that shows you what it's done over the last year. They can just go to coinmarketcap.com. Okay. I'll put that and that's when I got all the currencies pretty much that are listed on it, thousands of them, pages and pages of them. And they're okay. all done. You can do them by the top currencies, the newest currencies. You can look at them different ways. And that's a good way. So like when I know when I first started getting into stocks, I didn't buy anything. I just watched things for a while and just kind of sat, okay, what if I had invested $1,000 into this? What would have happened? And it just kind of gives you that... Uh, ability to to see like is this something you want to get into is it not but you're not invested in it yet you know what I mean yeah, but it gives you that that opportunity to see it and also if they want to uh, the sponsor of uh, my daily show uh, three days a week is sponsored by El Toro at El Toro eToro sorry eToro dot com e t o r r o can you spell it e t o r o dot com okay. I have to spell it on every episode, so I'm really good at it. <laughs> Just but suppose. It's part of their ad. They make me spell it. At etoro.com. Anyway, they have on there, that's an exchange. And I think I might, my um, affiliate link might be Gary Leland, um, slash, garyleland.com slash etoro. Check that okay. out first. But if you use that, I think you get $10 worth free or something. But if okay. not, it's etoro.com. And they have their a make-believe exchange, a simulated exchange where you can go on and oh, that's they'll, cool. give you, they'll give you a make-believe amount of money and you can buy stuff and see what it would do and see how good you are. So it's like a practice for if you want to become a big trader and start buying and selling currencies. So you can go there at etoro.com and practice with their simulated trading. And you're not out of any money that way. And you can see, and they got a big community, like a social community for traders, where traders are there and you can talk with them social about different coins or blah, 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 which I haven't used yet because like I said, I'm just really into Bitcoin. Yeah. But, but it, it's, they're a big company and they have lots of people that use them. Okay. And you're not putting any money in. So, I mean, you know, you're not out of anything. Yeah, I think the depressed or the, the um, not the depressed, I would just be really depressed if I put pretend money and then it shot up and I'd be like, damn it, damn it. Well, you know, the thing is, it's a lot easier to make money with pretend money than it is real money. <laughs> it is. Because you're not looking at it the same way. You know, if you bought, 100%. Let's, just, let's just use stock, you know, because my dad used to always say, I knew that stock was a good stock. We would be rich right now. We never had any money I mean, at all. <laughs> And but you know if you bought stock and you bought Facebook for instance it got down to a low of seventeen eighty eight yeah and you see it go to fifty dollars so you've made three hundred percent and then you see it start dropping to forty well you usually get out you didn't ride it up to two hundred dollars or two hundred seventy dollars or whatever it is right you know so but if it's fake money you oh I'm staying yeah, you're not selling yeah 
Yeah, and you'd ride it up to the high of 200 or whatever. So it's a lot easier to make money investing with fake money than it is real because you usually, most people would have pulled it out because it always goes up and down, up and down, up and down. Most people pull it out and take that big winnings. Yeah. Does that make any sense? A hundred percent agree with you. No, I a hundred percent agree. But before we run out of time, it's kind of the perfect segue. So if you don't want to jump into altcoins, you want to stick with Bitcoin, you've got an event coming up next year in August that would probably intrigue some of the, the Bitcoin maximists. So maximalists, can you talk about yeah. Bitblock Boom? Bitblock Boom. Oh, I'm telling you, it's going to be a tongue twister for children in a few years. Bit, so bit people have block a hard boom. time saying that. <laughs> so, yeah, Bitblock Boom. Bitblockboom.com is the website to go to. It's in Dallas, Texas in August, last weekend in August. It's really starting to turn out to be a week of events because other people wow. are doing events around ours. But the conference itself is on Saturday. And then Sunday, there's a brunch, a Bitcoin brunch from like 9.30 till 2 o'clock. And then Friday night, there's a uh, dinner. Uh, Satoshi Nakamoto Institute puts on. There's several people doing training and courses on Friday. And I think we're going to get a, maybe a golf outing for people to go to. And then there's a Thursday, there's Bitcoin and barbells, and there's Bitcoin and bullets at a shooting range. And then we have a welcome to Bitblock Boom dinner Thursday night. And I thought wow. to someone who, the other day who's trying to put some on Wednesday. So this, the, the goal is for this to eventually, slowly but surely, because it started out with just Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And then Friday was added and Thursday was added. And it looks like this year we might get into Wednesday. So I'm kind of hoping this can become a Bitcoin week, you know, in Dallas, yeah. basically. Bitblock boom turns into Bitcoin week in Dallas. You know, and now is, we're, we've got three days going on a fourth. And it's not just a Dallas group of people. We are talking people coming no, in from all anyone. over the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have even speakers. I have one from Australia. I mean, we have, we have people from all over the world uh, coming to this event. Uh, we always have since the first one. I have more people from New York, for instance, than I do from the state of Texas. You know, That's crazy. So it's not a it's not a local event, and and I've got some slack from people saying, "Hey, you know, there are a lot of local speakers you could have speaking there." Well, you, know, uh, you can see those local speakers anytime. You're local. Exactly. I'm bringing in people you can't see anytime. You can't go see Stefan Laveris in Australia speak very often. You know, I mean, so if you like want to go see someone local speak, well, just go see him. He's probably in three or four places a year. But that's not who I'm worried about bringing into my event. Yeah, I want to bring in the yep. people you can't see here. But I took some slack last year from people for not having more local people. But Stick that's not, I don't understand that at all. I mean, I know, it's either. a local event. It's a, I try to turn it into an international event, which I seem to be doing quite well with where everybody comes from. Yeah, stick to your guns on that too, because that drives me nuts. And that's where, when I, when I was doing my big event, that's what I wanted. I wanted people from all over versus the same local people all the time. So I applaud you on that one and stick to it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Now you feel validated and you can go on with your day and go on with yes. the conference and feel good about it just in case you weren't feeling good about it before. So anyway, well, I Gary, do now, but it's nice to be reassured. <laughs> so Gary, as always, thank you so much. Uh, best place for someone to go and find out more about everything. I mean, obviously we just gave the, the conference that'll be in our notes page uh it, it's at gary leland on twitter correct yes yes at gary leland i post every day so um yeah and like i said on the four minute crypto show 
if you want to learn, it's four minutes. I mean, exactly. it's not like it's a lot of time out of your day. So if you listen or watch with us on YouTube or a podcast, you're going to learn something in four minutes. I mean, it's not like I said, and I try to get them under three minutes. It's just hard to get them under three minutes. Yeah. And you can, if I know I follow you on Instagram and that's where I see most of them. So it's right there. Yeah. I try to be, I try to be everywhere. You know, I know I'm missing some places probably, but yeah, you know, I'm not a big Instagram person, but I do. You know, what's killing me is TikTok. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Are you messed with that? Oh, okay. I've tried. And then I'm just like, I just don't have the time. No, to I'm just fucking watching it. Yes. I get, I get hooked on that thing. I'll watch it. Next thing I know, 15 minutes have gone by. That yes. thing's kind of like crazy. I don't think I, I haven't figured out a big advantage of it. I'm just telling you, I look at it. Next thing I know, I'm going, damn, I was going to be at work 15 minutes early. Now I'm on time because I look yeah. at things. I'm taking it off my phone. Yeah, I actually posted a cat video. <laughs> I have a new cat. And so we made a funny video. And I'm like, I'm going to put it on. I actually put it on Instagram. My friend's like, that's a TikTok video. So um, I'm the jerk who put a cat video on TikTok. But that's all I've well, done. You, you aren't the only one. I've seen a lot of, there's a lot of cat videos and a lot of girls dancing. Yes, a lot of, of those, dancing. Some really, there's a lot of neat stuff on there from all over the world when you get rid of those and a lot of creative stuff. But it's a lot of cats and a lot of dancing. Yes. And uh, so you got to kind of weed through the dancing and cats to get to the good stuff. But yeah. I'm just going to have to take it off my phone because it's taking up too much of my time. And I don't like wasting my time on stupid stuff like that. I don't either. I 100% agree. I have it on my phone strictly from a perspective of do I need to be paying attention to this? Do I need to figure out well, something? But why well, I got it. That's why I started watching it to figure out what to do. But I don't know. I see Will Smith. He does a good job on his. Yeah. But to that point, Will Smith has a whole creative team helping yeah. him with his videos too, which you know, I mean, there's some massive editing that's going on on his videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's more than I'm going to do. Exactly. Me too. So who <laughs> well, knows? We ended it with TikTok. Exactly. TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> but if you want to see a funny cat video, you can go watch my TikTok. That's my only video on there right now, but nothing about crypto at all. So Anyway. All right, Gary. Well, as always, thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk again next week. Adios. Enjoy talking. Thanks. 